Thanks for joining us and welcome back to the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Periodically, we'll bring you true stories of angelic encounters, heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. When we come back, we'll begin our next episode. Again and welcome back. Today we will hear from Prophet Robin Bullock and what God has shown him about what's about to happen in America. There's a lot packed into this episode, so let's get right to it. Here is Robin Bullock. And I want to read these prophetic words to you before I show you something. Because you know, there's a lot of things that the Lord, that I believe, the Lord wouldn't let me say at times, and times now He still won't let me say them. Because I believe it is a matter of sometimes it's national security. Sometimes it's things a prophet will hear that he just can't say or she just can't say because it could put a lot of things in jeopardy. But we are, the prophetic world and the prophets are ahead of the king's chariots. This is why when they'll proclaim things or say things, it seems like people say, well, you know, you know, prophet, that didn't, that didn't, that didn't. It's like I told somebody the other day, I said, you, you do realize that a whole congregation can be sitting in a room, see, and everybody is crying. But the prophet's sitting on the front row laughing. And they say, why are you laughing, prophet? And they say, because I see what's coming. They're crying over what is. But the prophet sees what's coming. He's ahead of the king's chariots. And so then a whole room can be laughing and the prophet be crying. And they'll say, why are you crying, prophet? Because I see what's coming. The Lord says this to me. He said, Pence and Amy Coney Barrett were signs. There were signs along the prophetic road. Because, you know, the history of the world is told in the story of the Good Samaritan, the history of mankind all the way to the last 2,000 years. And in the end of that story, I'm just going to throw you this nugget. And people heard me give a prophetic word that said, lend me your faith and I'll give you four years and two pence. Well, we saw two pence, two sides of pence. We saw two different pence. And the Lord said, I will give you two pence. And in that story of the Good Samaritan, it comes down and to the end and he says here is enough to keep him for uh, 2,000 years or 
two pence. He said, here is two pence, he gave the comforter, and said, take care of mankind for at least two pence. Well, two pence, one is two days' wages. One day is as a thousand years. A thousand years is as one day. And so he gave him enough to keep him for 2,000 years. But then he says this, in the time of the two pence, he said, if I'm any longer in my coming, he said, you just take care of him. I will repay when I get there. I'll pay you when I get there. So the, the two pence, the two sides of pence that we saw is a sign along the road. Amy Coney Barrett was a sign of Judges 5 that a mother judge was raised up. A mother well, we see she was famous for being a mother, and she's a judge in the highest court in the land. So they were signs. But remember something. It was jail that nailed his head to the floor. Not pits. Not the judge. It was jail that did it. When you saw the sign of two pence, then we know there's going to be a delay before the invasion comes. These things with pence and, and Judge Barrett they were signs, not substance. Does that make sense? Yes. They were signs, not substance. I couldn't tell you about the, the two pence at the time. I couldn't tell you that because it would have put things in, in jeopardy. That was happening. And so I couldn't tell you that. But at the sign of the two pence and the, the mother judge... They are signs, not substance. Let that sink in. Mike Pence was a sign. Amy Coney Barrett is to stop abortion. There's some things I can't make out right here the way the Lord has me right. And he says this. He says this to me. There will be a large group of Democrats that will come to a place that they will name themselves after Trump. It will be something, I think, something for Trump. That was given to me on 121 21. There's a great dividing that has taken place. Who is on the Lord's side? Come to me, Moses said. Who is not is swallowed up. At 8.07 a.m., while in Texas, I heard Egypt, Egypt. Then I heard Pence, Jill Biden, Kamala Harris, 
Obama, justices, and then Biden. Just stay with me. The prophetic things are just, they're tagged in, in ways that. For thus saith the Lord, time will fail, but I will not. Hold fast, for time is about to fail. Fail, you say? Yes, fail. Hillary Clinton, time will fail. Joe Biden, time will fail. And Kamala Harris, time will fail. For you have no legal time in the White House at all as president and vice president. I heard that, and I heard the name Hillary Clinton. The Lord says, war, you wore those clothes to mock me. And then I heard, no, to challenge me. Obama, I heard you will not rise again. And then the Lord stopped there and I heard this. Eye to eye, fingertip to fingertip. Charging a generation with power. Stretch your hands out and receive this. The prophets said, stretch your hands out and receive this charging of power. For now the prophets are to stretch out and charge a generation with power. Wherever you are, stretch your hands out and say, I receive. I receive that. I receive that. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I know these sounds scattered. Man, this has been building over time. The Lord will wake me up. Give me a word. Wake me up. Give me a word. He says, repent, Joe Biden, for your allotted time is almost over. And then this word came. For you will begin to dry up from your bowels. Time, time, time. Allotted times are almost past. And withering will begin. Run for your lives and hide from the wrath of God, but you can't. For I have measured you. I have measured you, your line, and now it has begun. For we are in a crash of networks, a crash of times like waves on a seashore and all times are rushing toward the shore do not think to yourself I can surf those waves of time or put your feet in them for they carry a harvest a harvest of withering 
Now behold, your places wither, evil ones. Hallelujah. Then I heard Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton. I know people say, well, Brother Robin, that's pretty bold, saying names. I didn't say the names. God did. And I have no choice but to say what I hear. Because I say them not out of malice, out of hate, out of revenge, out of anything in my flesh. For the Lord is not willing that any should perish. But times are crashing to the shore. And they will. And the time of the withering has begun. Are you interested in scary places? Well, I found a great podcast called Your Haunted Holiday. Each week, sisters Lisa and Lindsay will take you to some of the most haunted places in the world. Their incredible research into how these places became haunted is complemented by their insight into the ghostly activities that are present. They give you information on ghost tours, prices, and much more. That's Your Haunted Holiday. You can go to yourhauntedholiday.com or just listen to wherever great podcasts are found. And when I think of the time of the withering that has begun, I think of when the king stretched his hand and pointed toward the prophet and said, seize him. And when he did, his hand withered on the end of his wrist. For this is the time we have approached. I heard the name Margaret. Then I heard Republicans voted against my trumpet. I'm trying to make this out. Voted against my trumpet. It says, Bow, hang your head in repentance and let the Red Sea come back together. Rise up and cast down this Pharaoh and his army. Cast them down. For now it is time to come back together. For behold, the fire melts the ice walls. And it is time. For I will crumble a scaffold as a sign to you. As a sign, the Lord said, I will crumble a scaffold. Then I heard the name Murdoch. And then I heard this. Biden! Get off my balcony, says the Lord. Get off now. For a delusion is strong now to make the prophets doubt the words, to doubt their own words. 
but they overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. For you can say all you want, I am the president, but you, Joe Biden, are not the president, and neither shall you ever be. The office of the president of the United States of America has been vacated. And you, jackal, have not occupied it. Now the fire, you and yours have set, will consume you from within. Behold now, you begin to turn on one another. For I have turned the hounds loose to hunt the jackal and they are not afraid neither will they turn back the fox horn the fox horn the trumpet will sound in the hunt then run but there's nowhere to hide for your mate will not stand with you the run is yours alone a fire from Beirut will leap out for Hillary and one from Benghazi is set to burn. Kamala will cry as hopes begin to die and many, many Republicans will cry saying, why, why, why did I do it? Now it is too late. No, it is not, says the Lord, for you can come together, introduce the bill, the bill, that I will seal and the world will see my Red Sea come crashing down over the enemy says the Lord then I I begin to hear these things I heard the name Fortnite I don't know what that meant exactly then I heard how long, my people, will you doubt the prophets as if the voice of vipers speak truth and my prophets don't? Stop it, for I will not tolerate it any longer. I have said Donald Trump would be president for four more years. I meant it. I have said Joe Biden would not be, and he won't. I've never said that before. Not that. The Lord says, say it with me. Say it with me. When, so when the waves settle, I guess I said. No, lest the, when the waves settle. Say it with me. Lest when the waves settle, you find yourself underneath them. So he says, say it with me. What? Donald Trump will be president four more years. And Joe Biden will not. He said, say it with me, lest when the waves settle, you find yourself underneath them. I will not tolerate your rebellion any longer, the Lord says. Time is about to do a really big thing. A thing 
that time will glorify God in. Time is about to glorify God. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, oh, that's, that's bold, Brother Robin. Maybe so. The Old Testament, we're more patient with time than we are. While us now live in a microwave world, and we say, well, you know, it, it, it won't happen now. The day the Red Sea divided, which was, this time, the Republican Party. And just like it divided, it will come back together. Now, whether it is the same party or not, I don't know. But it will come back together. When it does, it will crush Pharaoh and his bunch that pursued them. I heard, I wrote this down, Joe Biden and all of them make no mistake. It will close because the command has been given to close. Hallelujah. Now, all of this, you understand, is speaking of spiritual matters, political matters. And so you can't get over into this thing. I hate these people. I hate these people. I just wish they'd all die. No, you don't wish that. You don't wish hell on anyone. If you caught a five-second glimpse of it, you would beg for mercy for the most vilest enemy you could imagine. So don't find yourself on a personal battlefield. But when the Lord speaks, the word of the Lord has to go forth so that everything in creation begins to arrange itself to happen. Hallelujah. Hello again. This is The Watchman. Please join us each week for an exciting and inspirational podcast dealing with angel encounters, heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. So tune in each week and share it with your friends. After all, they could use a little inspiration in their life, too. That's the Watchman on the Wall podcast, and now you can find us on YouTube. I really do hope this is making sense to people today. Now, things are, I look for things to, well, we'll just leave it there. But it's, it's going to happen. Now, things are going to change. Now, I want to tell you a story that you may have heard me tell before. And I want every prophetic ear, if you will, to lend me your ears for just a moment. I want to show you something. In 1989, I came to the Lord in 1988 and gave him my whole heart in 1988. Now, I was standing at a, at a great little seafood place and in our, at a little town not far from where I'm standing. And we had 
uh, pay phones back then. You know, uh, for those real young watching, there were phones that had a wire that connected you to a box, and you could only go this far. And so I'm standing there talking to someone, excited about ministry, excited about what God was doing, and I'm talking to them on the phone, you know, and I can hear them talking, and all of a sudden this cold wind blew across the back of my neck. And when it blew across the back of my neck, I could, I could feel it then. I had a little shorter hair back then. And when it, when it blew across the back of my neck, it was cold. And I turned like this. It was just like somebody had tapped me on the back. It was kind of to get my attention. And I turned like this and I had the phone. You know, you could only go so far. And I had the phone and I looked up like this. The restaurant's here. Down this street is a huge Methodist church. Big United Methodist Church. Above it in the sky was this huge clock. It was a clock. It was so big. It filled the sky down there. It was the dominant thing in the sky. It had a gold face and Roman numerals. And the hands on the clock read 15 minutes till 12 o'clock. When I looked at the clock, I looked down from the clock to the side of the restaurant. And there were people lined up on the side of the restaurant in silver armor. They were wearing armor. They had capes. You could see it was attached to their armor. And they were walking. They were walking like this way in a straight line. Over here was people in dark armor. It was similar to the silver. And they were walking the opposite direction. In the middle of the two rows of soldiers was normal, everyday people dressed in street clothes. And they were oblivious to the armies on each side of them. They didn't even know they were there. They were just going on about their business. In the bustle of life, you know. And so I... I, I heard about the time I'm watching all of this, I heard the person on the phone. Remember, I was on the phone. And this wasn't a, 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 a dream type vision. It wasn't something that I just, I saw in a flash. It was an open vision. I'm just standing there looking like I'm looking at this camera and suddenly it was all there. And so then I heard someone speaking just, just a moment. And when I did, I turned my attention back to it and then I realized what had happened and I whirled back around to look and everything was gone. And I said, Lord, what was that that I saw? He said, the soldiers in the silver armor are my people that know what they're doing and they're in this war and they know what they're doing. And he said, the soldiers in the dark armor are people that are serving the dark side and they are not deceived. They're doing it on purpose. And he said, the people in the middle, the everyday people, are is everyone else who don't even have a clue there's a war going on. And then he said, the clock you saw is all the time there is left. He said, I'm going to remind you of this clock from time to time. 
Well, a couple years, I guess, I, I, you know, now I'm saying years, and I don't remember exactly how many between all of this. So I'm crossing the street not far from this building, and I'm just walking across the street where a, a traffic light is, and when I step across the street, that wind blew across the back of my neck. Well, I turned around immediately to look because I remember that. There was nothing there. And the Lord said to my heart, he said, I'm reminding you of that clock. So maybe a couple more years, several years. I don't, I don't know exactly how many now. There was a young, uh, some young people in our church. They know that I like artwork and things like that. So they, they went down to, there was a, a famous artist, Christian artist, who have, was signing his prints of a new painting he had done. And so they had him sign it to Robin and I, and uh, they brought it back to us. Well, they said, we knew you'd like this, so they handed me the, the print, and we're standing there, and I opened this, this envelope, and I pulled the print out, and when I did, it was that clock. It was that clock. Roman numerals, gold-faced. The difference was is there was a, an angel in front of it with a trumpet to his mouth. A trumpet. He had a trump pulled up to his mouth. I looked at the time on the clock. Seven minutes till 12 o'clock. And the Lord said, that's how much time has passed since you saw that clock the first time. Then we go on and, and I put it back in the envelope and set it up on a shelf in my office up on a cabinet on the top. And I'm preaching uh, several years later, I guess. And I'm preaching in a barn in northeast Alabama. I'll, I'll never forget it. It's cold, cold. I had on a long trench coat. We trying, I mean, gloves trying to preach. It was cold. And the people were so hungry, they just sit there. And so I got to tell him the story about this clock. And I said, tomorrow night I'll bring it and show it to you. I'll show you the picture. I told him how it was seven minutes. Well, the next night I just grabbed it as I headed out the door and went in up there to the barn. And I'm preaching. And I remembered, I said I would show it to him. So I took the, the envelope and I said, and here it is. And I pulled it up. And I'm looking at it. And I just stopped and looked at the people. Because the clock says two minutes till 12 o'clock. And I'm stunned. And I showed the people. Well, I ended up after that framing the, the, the picture. Hanging it in my office now. And so then the time came. Several years after that, Robin and I was, were riding down the highway close to here. And this pickup truck passed me. And when he passed me, they had a grandfather's clock in the back of it. And the door on the clock was just slamming against the clock. And I told Robin, I said, they're going to tear that door off that clock. It's just going to break off of there. I said, I need to, to catch up with them and tell them about that. Well, I almost caught up with them, and the, fa the, the faster I went, the faster they went with a clock in the truck. 
And so I saw them pulled over to get some fuel, and I said, well, they'll see it, and I went on. Well, they didn't see it because they passed me going down the road. After that, just come by me again. And that, the door was banging on the clock. And I looked up and I said, there's that clock again. And that door is going to get torn off that clock. Oh, I said tore off of it. It's going to get tore off the clock. And the Lord said, would you look at the clock? And I looked at the face of the clock. It was a gold clock that had Roman numerals. At this time, it was straight up 12. And he said, now you're living on grace. Well, little did I realize that what I saw in 1989, I saw it play out over the years, and now, then it began. Now, I don't know if this is going to make sense to you or not, but then it started. And he let me know that there would be a time, time would move, there would be a time of two minutes right before grace starts. The time of grace. Now the Lord told me, he said 2021 will be the year of true grace. Remember, some of you remember me saying that? said he would be the year of true grace. Now you say, Brother Robin, you're talking in mysteries here. I'm about to clear it up. Because the 15 minutes in 1989, he showed me all the way till straight up 12. When the time of grace. But remember, there was two minutes. The clock marked before grace again now this two minutes has become a I didn't realize how famous it was and I was doing a, a program the other day I was a guest on a program and they begin to say this did you notice the awkward two minutes that happened at the Biden inauguration there was two minutes, roughly two minutes, of silence. And nobody knew what to do. So, did you see that? Did everyone see the, the, the awkward two minutes? This is the two minutes that people are talking about. And a man of God asked me, uh, and, and I heard him ask other prophets after that. What does that two minutes, we, he said, I know it's spiritual. I, I sense it's significant. And nobody really had an answer. So I went to the Lord with it. I asked the Lord, I said, what, what is the two minutes? And he began to show me. And he took me to my clock. Where the significant two minutes was before grace began. I ask, come up here with me, honey. Uh, we, the whole team was on a meeting not long ago on the 14th and 15th. And I, I think it was the 15th or the 16th, the Lord woke you up. And I want you to read this before I finish what I'm going to tell. Okay. Just you take.
It was at uh, one six, uh, the 16th of January at 2.11. 2.11. And I woke up, and I didn't know it was 2.11, but I woke up hearing a 2.11 is in progress. And I looked at my phone, and it was 2.11. That is a... That is a... A robbery. A, a robbery and, and police call. Yes. Well, I jumped up because we're in a hotel. Yes. And I was kind of disheveled. You know, I didn't know. You had to get, we say, our bearings right. about me. And I went into where this little setting area was. And I began to write this conversation I was hearing. It said, and I heard the uh, this voice say, a 211 is in progress. And there's no one to report it to, uh, to, to make an arrest, no court in the land. But they are forgetting about me, saith the Lord, the one who is judge, the one who sits high and sees all the plots and schemes for uh, schemes of the enemy. For I will be their judge, and the courts of heaven find them guilty guilty is charged charged with the crimes against my people against my heritage and against my land and for this they will pay saith the lord no excuse me saith the i am who said tell pharaoh i am sent you now the lord told robin in that, in that prophetic word, he said there, there's a 211 in progress. There's no one to appeal to, no one to report it to, appeal to the court of heaven. Now, when they ask, what does this two minutes mean? What does this two minutes mean? Well, I have an encounter with the two minutes. And the Lord spoke this to me. He said the two minutes of silence that came across that place was the courts of heaven deciding what was going down with certain people. Their cases had been brought before the Lord and two minutes of silence while it began to come down. And the Lord said this to me, while cases were decided, and they were decided that day, in those two minutes and the Lord says this to me the two minutes he said for whom the bell tolls and he said they have been weighed everything was weighed that day what is the harvest I don't know I have no idea it's probably different for each person the harvest that's coming Are you looking for a good quality used car, but don't want to pay an arm and a leg? Well, come into Rainy Used Cars. We have the largest selection in the Southeast. Whether you want a pickup or a quality SUV from mom, you'll find a variety of vehicles to choose from. We even finance. So come in today. You'll find a Rainy Used Cars located near you.
Well, thanks again for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. Also, give us a like. We welcome any comments or suggestions you might have. We also ask you to subscribe so that you will be notified of all our future episodes. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Thank you.